if you're doing an exit strategy, if you're scaling, if you're positioning a leader to take an elevated position, it's really important to have that communications framework in place. Welcome to Mastering Your Exit Strategy. I'm your host, Christine Trumbull, a certified exit planning advisor, CPA, and certified tax strategist. I've spent the last 30 years working with owners to grow and scale their businesses, and then went on to help my own husband grow his. After his passing, I moved to the next chapter, ensuring seamless transitions for family-owned and closely held businesses. Each week, we are talking to experts about growth and transition, so you can not only simplify exiting your business, but also get as much wealth out of your business as possible. Thanks for joining me, and let's get started. Christine Trumbull with Mastering Your Exit Strategy. And today, I just, I want to say thank you for joining me. But today I am speaking with Daryl Presley. Hi, how are you? I'm good. Daryl is an award-winning communicator with more than 30 years of experience as a journalist, public relations executive, and spokesperson. He is the principal of Presley Media Group, LLC, a full-service public relations firm in the Baltimore area. PMG helps companies strengthen relationships with clients, elevate their brands, and prepare for a crisis through media relations, international and external communication strategies, and crisis communications. So thanks for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. So tell me, besides what I just read in the, in the bio, give me a little bit of background about what you and PMG do. Well, I have, as you said, been in communications for several decades. And what I found after working for 20 years, working for government agencies, is that there was a need as we were dealing with the pandemic for companies to have support and be empowered to deal with everything that was happening from inflation and recession. And so I took that understanding and decided that I wanted to do something to help small businesses, large businesses, great businesses that are large or small international companies and help them understand how to traverse these troubling waters. So at PMG, we protect, we position, and we promote companies. Okay. We protect them. In the sense that we protect their brands through the work that we do. Mm -hmm. We promote them by elevating their brands, their products, and their services. And then we position them. We position their businesses as leaders in their industry. And we position their executives as thought leaders in that industry. And we do that, as you indicated, through strategic communications, through public and media relations, and through crisis communication. What we tell people is we help people to change the way they communicate with the world with those communication strategies. We tell people that internal communications is priority number one. After that, everything becomes easy. But your first objective is to reach out and communicate with your internal audiences. And then the work on the external end is really gravy because you've done the hard work at the very beginning. And we hope to do that through those strategies. Right. Yeah. If I could get more business owners to understand that you know, communicating with the people in their own business is 
of vital importance. Oh, right. Like that's, that's like 90% of the work. It's, in re it's really important because they are your ambassadors. They exactly. are the people, they are your boots on the ground. So you want them to feel valued in the work that they do, not only in the field, but when they come back right. to their offices and to their desks. Right. So let me ask you, when you're talking about um, a, a business or an owner that is working on their transition planning, how does the, the communications and the public relations thing play a role in that strategy? Right. When it comes to a transition, if you're doing an exit strategy, if you're scaling, if you're positioning a leader to take an elevated position, it's really important to have that communications framework in place. What I tell people is that communication should be woven into the fabric of everything that a company does. So if you're doing those transition planning, you need to have communications, again, from the internal aspect to tell your folks, hey, here's where we are and here's where we're going and it's going to be great. And we value you and want you to be a part of that journey. Right. From the external end, you also want to tell them that story with a clear, concise and consistent message that tells them here's where we are. Here's where we're going. And we value you as a customer, as a stakeholder, as an investor. And we want you to be a part of that journey. So it's really important to have those communication frameworks in place to tell that story. Even when it's something that may not be the way that you would hope to be in that transition, you still want them to be involved. And at the end, I tell people to have a call to action to say, hey, here's where we're going. Here's what we're going to do. And we'd like to be a part, we'd like you to be a part of that. And here's how you can be a part of that journey moving forward. So I think it's critical in those strategies to have a communications framework, a communications plan that really tells your story, both on the inside and then on the outside as well. Okay. So what does communication planning look like? I mean, I can create, you know, a strategic plan, a, a leadership plan, a marketing plan. I've never even considered creating a communications plan. What does that look like? So it's really simple. It's really six steps. You look at the issue. We're transitioning. We're having an exit. We're elevating a person. That's the issue. What are the messages? What are the three most important things you need people to know as you're moving forward with in whatever capacity that is. Mm -hmm. So you have the message. What are the communication channels? Your stakeholders on the outside, your folks on the inside, what's the best way to communicate that message? Is it through social media? Is it through your website? Is it through the media, through traditional media? Is it newspapers? Is it what is it that gets them that news in the way that they want it? So that's the communication channel. Okay. And then what's the frequency? How often do we need to keep that drum beat going? If it's a long process that you're going to have in the transition, you need to have that drum beat from the very beginning, do some proactive work. Then as you're going forward to keep people abreast of what's happening in that transition. So that's the frequency. And then at the end, we measure the success of all of those pieces. How was our message? Mm -hmm. How do we reach them? Was it frequently enough? Do we do it too much? So you actually measure those strategies. And if you have to retool and kind of reframe how you do it, you mm -hmm. have those metrics to help you do that. So that is really what I have as a communications plan. I also want to promote the idea to be proactive if there's something that along the way could be a bump in the road. Right. You could potentially have something that could potentially be a, a crisis. You want to have those proactive strategies in place for that as well. 
So mm-hmm. you want to have that proactive piece. And I tell people, let's not be reactive in a crisis. Let's be responsive. Mm-hmm. Let's take that issue and pivot it to show the leadership that we are in control and we're in charge of this particular incident. It's an unfortunate incident, mm-hmm. but now we've taken a leadership role and here's what we're going to do to move forward. Right. So I would encompass all of those pieces into a communications plan again. So people have a clear, concise and consistent message of what's happening. And those six pieces, those six parts of that communication plan really puts you forward and it gives you that empowerment to feel like you're in control of your message. Okay. What I tell people lastly is that there are three keys to communications. Number one, communications is all about making connections, connecting the right information to the right people in the right way, at the right place, at the right time, right. in the right way. I like that. Key number two is that it's about, as I said earlier, having a clear, concise, and consistent message. And for you as that leader, that message has to be authentic. So Mm -hmm. I don't put words in your mouth. I create a framework and then help you to use that framework to make it authentic to you. So when it's authentic to you, it'll be authentic to your audiences. Right. And then key number three is to tell your story. Don't let the media, don't let your uh, competition Tell your story, you be in control of that message. And those first two keys help you to do that. So I think it's really empowering people to understand the value of communications and understanding how you can use it for your advantage and to, again, be responsive and not reactive in any situation. Okay. What are the other, are there any other elements of communications that businesses should consider when it comes to preparing their exit strategies? So I just, just think about how you frame that. And one of the things that we do is we talk about empowering leaders to have a framework themselves, to understand those communication channels, how to reach them. Those are internal communications, those strategies to really talk to people as well. But having that framework and that plan, I think is really critical, but also to have the understanding of all of the different elements. So I really provide leaders with a communication strategy that actually teaches them what I refer to as an organic communications framework. They understand how to build key messages. They understand how to respond to the different audiences that you have. For an example, there was one agency that I worked with that had five generations of people from the baby boomers all the way down to Gen Z. You have to figure out the different ways of communicating with them. Some mm-hmm. people have their phones as an appendage. Yeah. Some people like that one-on-one interaction, that one-on-one conversation. Mm-hmm. Some people don't like to do that. They like to do it through email. Mm-hmm. So we also talk to them about multi-generational communications and understanding the different complexities that it goes into, that go into having those communications with your various stakeholders, both on the inside yeah. And then on the outside. And then again, we talk about the crisis communications and being proactive. Mm-hmm. We talk about media relations. I like to help people to tell their story, to get their story out there as best as possible and to really have those frameworks in place to really get that narrative and be in control of that narrative. Mm-hmm. And then also to be proactive, to say, you know what, here are some elements. And I refer to it as issues management. What are those things that keep you up at night? Is it your performance? Is it the budget? Is it um, what we've been dealing with with supply chain issues? What are the things that keep you up at night? Let's look at those issues and figure out proactive ways to address them. So if they unfortunately kind of turn into a crisis, you're already prepared to deal with that. So we talk about 
um, issues management as well. It sounds like a lot, but it's really just putting those communication frameworks together, those six pieces that I talked about, but then right. adding some, just some nuances, looking at your issues, looking at your products and services, how the best to get that message out. So when there is an unfortunate crisis, you're prepared. In that first 24 hours, you know how to reach your folks, mm -hmm. how to communicate with them. What are the issues that you as a leader need to do to help them and prepare them to, to traverse those waters? And then at the end, to be able to say, here was an issue that we had. It's an important issue to us. It's important to you. And here's what we're doing to ensure that we do the right thing right. at all times. And so the proactive, positive news, and then the reactive that I want to refer to as being responsive and not mm -hmm. reactive. Right. Those are some of the elements that go into that communications framework that helps you, empowers you as a leader to be able to deal with any of those issues. That's that's uh, that's an incredibly good point. So you also deal with crisis communications. You've touched on that a couple of times. So if you were, um, you know, when it comes to succession planning, does crisis communication come into that play? Yes, because when we're, talk when we're thinking about a transition, let's just talk about it from the fact that you may have someone who is uh, going into an elevated position someone who is new to that position, not new to the company, but new to that elevated position as president or a CEO. Mm -hmm. Or if you're exiting and you're actually saying, we're actually closing our doors, we've been in business for a hundred years, we're going to do something different. You still have to really tell that story because you wanna say thank you to all of those people, your clients, those customers that were using and, and loving your products and services for right. over those 100 years, you want to tell them thank you and say, hey, here's what we're doing and here's how we're moving forward. Mm -hmm. You may have a transition again with an elevated person to say, the CEO who's been with us for 30 years is now transitioning and now we have a new leader. You want to help that person to really be empowered to take that leadership role and move forward. Right. So you want to have the communications again on the inside. So your ambassadors know what's happening ahead mm -hmm. of time. Mm -hmm. You want to get out in front of that story in the media. If the community is aware that, Hey, something's going to be different. You want to tell that story and let you be in control of that story. But yeah. then if there is that transition where you're closing it, it may not be the way you want it to again, key number three, be in control of your message, be in control of your story and get out ahead of that story. Again, with those six elements, looking at the issue, what are our key messages? How do we reach our people? Who are our, who are our target audiences? We also help companies to identify who those audiences are. Sometimes you really don't think about it. You're really in the mix so much. You really don't think about that. There are some ancillary people who may need to know that information as well. Right. So building that framework, building those elements of that communication plan, help you just to be prepared to make sure that you have your messages, you have your audiences, you have the ways to reach them. And then if in a crisis, here are the things that we're going to focus on the most. And my goal is to help people to be proactive to be responsive. So if that eventuality comes, you have how we're going to reach people in a crisis. How do we get our message out? That first 24 hours is critical in a crisis to again, show that leadership. So you can say we've prepared, we've dispatched our crisis intervention team to all of our stores. We've reached out to our customers and let them know how to reach us. If they need uh, our products and services, we're going to continue to move forward with X, Y, and Z. So you have a plan as opposed to some companies who say in a crisis, no comment. 
And so my goal is to never put you in a position where you can't tell your folks, your customers, your internal audiences what's happening. And right. you can say just in a few words, here's where we are. Here's what we've done. And here's how we ensure that this never happens again. So I want businesses from that government work that I've done for the past 20 years to be empowered. I use that term a lot. But in communications, you want people to feel comfortable in good times and you want them to feel like they know how to traverse a situation in bad times. Right. And that communications plan and that structure helps you to be engaged so you have a plan in front of you for the good things that you want to promote, the way you want to promote it. And then when you have those unfortunate incidents, you know that there's a light at the end of the tunnel because you've done that planning. Last thing, as a reporter, I'm a former reporter. The first thing I will ask you is, what did you do? And what you don't want to do as a business leader to say, well, uh, I don't know. We were thinking about, we weren't really sure. You want to say, number one, we protected our folks on the inside. Mm. Number two, safety is most important to all of our people, both our staff and our stakeholders. And then number three, here's what we've done again to ensure that this doesn't happen to the best of our ability again. So you want to have those planning pieces in place for communications. Right. So what do you, what does a what <laughs> what exactly does a communication strategy look like? Well, what I what I tell people is let's put it down on paper. Let's actually have a plan. In okay. the government, they call it the uh, continuity of operations. So okay. it's actually, in some cases, a really thick book that identifies what the strategies are to deal with, to keep things moving, especially if you're a government agency and you have to keep uh, things, uh, services open for people in the community. Right. The communications plan, from my perspective, is really a few pages that really talk about who in our leadership in a crisis are going to take the number of roles that come in a crisis. Okay. Who's going to be our spokesperson? Mm -hmm. We're going to be the people who answer the phone. Mm -hmm. What are the messages that are going to take place is what, you, what we've talked about. So you actually, one of the things that I talk about is just having a team. Mm -hmm. When we talked about issues management, it would be great if you're a small company with a few leaders to just mm -hmm. to say, hey, you take this role, I'll take this role, you take this role, I'll take this role. In good times, you want to have that spokesperson to go out in front of the media and go out in front of your stakeholders and talk about that wonderful product. Mm -hmm. Same instance in a crisis, you want to have that same people. So we try to have a structure in the sense that you can use uh, people in, in, in multiple positions to do the same work, which is communicating. Right. You don't have to get multiple teams if you have, don't have a large team of people on your uh, executive team. Right. You can just have people in multiple roles. So it talks about the roles that you play in, even when you're talking about products. And in this sense, when you're talking about the transition, who are the stakeholders? You want to talk about them. And again, the first priority is on the inside. How do we tell our folks about the transition? Who on our staff is going to take that leadership role to have those internal conversations? Mm -hmm. Who's going to help us to write those internal messages so we know on the inside that our folks know, again, where we are and where we're headed and how right. they can help us to get there. So right. even if you had a small team of people that are going to be a part of that exit strategy, you want to have that communications element and have people to have their particular roles. Right. And again, that communications plan will also have those six elements. So it's leadership. It's your team, your communications team, and then that plan. 
And then the last piece is that call to action you want to also have as part of your strategy, how you want people to continue to work with you, to continue to partner with you, to continue to invest in what you're doing and to be a part of that next level and that next transition, whatever that transition may be. Even if you're transitioning away, you want people to be a part of that celebration. Mm -hmm. A lot of times I think when I thought about this in an exit strategy, if you're exiting and and moving to doing something different, you want to celebrate those 100 years. How do you communicate that to be Telling to tell people, hey, here's what we're doing to celebrate those 100 years. Mm-hmm. You may want to have people uh, take something with them. You may want to have them with a, a gift to say thank you. There's a communications element. You want to may want to tell your community. You may want to get some media coverage mm-hmm. about that transition. So you have to have a plan in place to be proactive to kind of set the stage to say to your local media, hey, this is going to happen next year or this is going to happen in six months. Here's what we're planning. We want the media to be a part of it. We want the community to be a part of it. So you want to have those structures in place as well. Again, that person who you're going to elevate to uh, a new position, you want to have those support systems in place. You want to have that team with you who is communicating to help that person along the way in that communication on the inside, again, priority number one, but then on the outside as well. So it's not a lot, but it's just thinking about some of those strategies and having them on paper so everyone is singing from the same sheet of music right. and good times. And, and this is for a lot of people when the transition is a great thing, it's a beautiful thing, and you want to have people singing from that same sheet of music. Right, right. So one last question. Mm-hmm. What are you currently reading? I'm currently reading uh, the seven things that are important for businesses to learn. Okay. Who's yeah. that by? Oh man, I just had it um, with me. <laughs> it's um, okay. It's okay. <laughs> uh, it's Nettie Owens. Nettie okay. Owens is the author. Okay. Um, and she has two books out about businesses and helping people. Uh, she's a great business coach. And so I'm reading both of her books. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. Fantastic. So you have an online course. Yes. Would you like to tell us about that? Yes. Uh, it is the uh, Communications for Leaders course. It's a three module course, and it does exactly what we just talked about. It gives you the information that you need to be a superstar when it comes to communications, both on the inside and the outside. I wanted to have something that you could take in bite size. So I mm-hmm. created a course that gives you three modules. Okay. The first module, which is really exciting for me, is to really give you those three keys and those those communication strategies have helping you to do that communications plan. So as a leader, you'll learn how to build those communication plans. I just don't say I keep it to myself. I'm actually empowering leaders. And that empowerment, I keep using that word, gives you that information. Mm -hmm. I give you the information and then I put you to work. Part of that course is giving you a scenario from what you learn to help to build that plan. The second module talks about the credibility ladder. For me, as a former reporter, I'm at the bottom of that ladder, but nurses, educators, teachers, they're at the top of that credibility ladder for obvious reasons. They bring a lot of credibility from the work that they do. Okay. But it also talks about the challenges that people, leaders face, and then how to overcome those with some really, really, really important communication tools that I provide for those who take the course. And then lastly, we talk about message development, which is part of that communications plan. I help you to actually build those three keys. I call them golden nuggets. Those the three most important things are important for that issue or for you as a business. We talk about message discipline. 
Everyone is exercising now. We're getting ready for the holiday season. We want you to be able to have message discipline to actually exercise that muscle memory when it comes to your messaging. And then lastly, we talk about after you've had all of that understanding about communications, how to deal as a leader with the crisis. Leadership is important. And so we give you the tools as a leader to help to communicate in good times and again, in bad times. At the end of those three courses, you will have what I refer to as an organic communications framework. What does that mean? That all of the elements that I show you through these modules, communications then becomes organic. You're always thinking about in that instance, that business decision, what's the message? Who are our audiences? How do we communicate? what we're doing, and how do we then measure the success of those strategies? So it's a communications, organic communications framework. Mm -hmm. It's a three modules. You can take the first one to get the understanding of just how to build a plan. You can take the second one if you really just want to talk about communication challenges and learn some tools to deal with some of those communication challenges. Or you can take the third module and just learn about crisis and messaging and get prepared for that. Or you can take all three and then you walk away with a framework of how to deal with um, the good things and the bad things that happen as a business leader. What I tell people is we want to change the way people communicate with the world. And I think that this course gives you those tools to help you to do that. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. This has been a very good conversation. And uh, I, I think this was very valuable information. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Yes. So as always, thank you for joining us today. And I do hope that you, the listeners, have found value in this episode. This is Christine Trumbull with Mastering Your Exit Strategy. Until next week, bye.